y'all welcome back to my channel the truth about god my name is erica brown and if you are new to my channel a new subscriber welcome if you've been with me a while welcome back and if you're listening to me on my podcast what's up i'm so happy to have you and yeah i'm doing okay my week is going pretty good i cannot complain um but i know everybody's not doing well so if you're not doing well if you're struggling today if you are in need of wisdom and guidance, and you're dealing with uncertainty, ask God. Go to him and ask him directly. Go to him, ask him to reveal his will for your life to you. And he will, and if you're struggling, if you've done something, or some sin that you're struggling with, God will abundantly pardon. I heard him, the Spirit say that he will abundantly pardon. So he's not judging you. He's not condemning you. He's not mad at you. He's not frustrated with you. Those are things that we put on him, and that's not true. So if you're feeling that way today, you are abundantly forgiven, okay? And if you are struggling to receive that, go to John 3, 16. I know that we've seen it before, we've heard it before, but it is the truth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believe on him will not perish but have eternal life. And 17 says... God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. So he didn't send, he didn't send Jesus here to condemn you. He sent him here to save you. Okay. So if you're struggling with that today, I pray that by the, you know, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, God will bless you and receive that. You know, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask God, Father God, amen. All right. Now, now to the video. Okay. Um, and all the spirit, like I always say, y'all always gives me the best segues. Um, are you good at following instructions? Oh, uh, lots of us will say, yeah, I'm good at following. Not directions, not following directions, okay? But good at following instructions. You've been instructed to do something and now you can go and do it, okay? We all have to follow instructions okay so let me give you the first scripture reference before i get too ahead of myself it is john chapter 2 verse 5 john chapter 2 verse 5 his mother said to the servants do whatever he tells you let me read that to you one more time john chapter 2 verse 5 his mother said to the servants do whatever he tells you okay now this is the wedding at Cana, this is when Jesus turned the water into the wine. This is the first miracle that he, he, he's showing, you know, revealing himself to the people. And I know a lot of us are familiar with this story, but we get to Jesus turned the water into wine. But here, his mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. So Jesus was holy God, holy man. Full of all the power, and he was obedient to his mother. He did, he followed instructions. He said, His hour had not come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Part of this miracle was based on the servants following instructions. Thank you, Jesus. That's a whole new revelation. Part of the miracle, part of the blessing. Before we even get to the water turning into wine, okay? The beginning of that was 
the servants followed instructions. They did whatever Jesus told them to do. It didn't make sense to them. They didn't understand how, why they had to go fill these wine barrels with, 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 uh, water. You know, they didn't, they didn't get it. And I don't even know if it was wine barrels. Let me look. It was jars. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water and they filled them up to the brim. The miracle, part of this miracle, the beginning of it was instruction, obedience, I should say, obedience and following instructions. All right. There's a blessing in obedience and doing whatever he tells you. Okay. If it don't make sense to you, I know these servants, when they did that, they was like, why are we doing this? They, it was probably rolling around in their mind. Like, why are we filling these jars to with water? But they didn't ask no questions. They just filled the jars to the brim. They filled the jars to the brim. They did what they were told. They followed instructions. And then the blessing and the miracle occurred after that. All right? So, if you're a parent, you understand the blessing of having an obedient child. You, oh my gosh. Only people with children understand this. Okay? That's singling out people who don't but i'm just saying if you have kids you if you're a parent you understand the blessing of having an obedient child okay take out the trash yes ma'am do your homework yes ma'am when the time comes for that child to ask you for something anything really anything you're eager to do it for them because they've been so obedient right? They're, they're doing what you tell them to do. They're trusting your instruction. They're following your directions. So when they ask you for something, it's like not even a question. So mom, dad, can you buy me a new bike? Yes. You want a new bike? Yeah. Let me go get that for you. Let me go find the best bike I can find for you. Okay. Because you're excited to do something for them. Now, as parents, like I said, we understand that. And I know and I felt the spirit that he loves that too. God loves when we trust him. God loves when we follow his instructions blindly. Like we don't understand why you're telling us to do this. We don't understand why you said go left when we felt like we should have went right. I don't get it, but I'm going to follow your instructions anyway. He loves that because that's trust. That's faith. That's faith. I believe you and I'm going to do it just because you told me to. That's it. That's all. I don't have no point of reference. I don't know how this is going to work. Nothing in my mind. I can't put this together, but I trust you. I I, I believe you. I got faith in you. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. I'm going to follow your instructions. Period. God absolutely adores that. Just like we as parents, when we have a child like that, that's obedient and listens to us and follows our instructions and trusts us and trusts that when we tell them something, even if it's something that they don't want to hear, it's for their good. It's for their good. And the Holy Spirit is ministering to me. You know, sometimes Jesus tells me things. I don't want to hear that, but I receive it. And I have to receive it because I trust him because I know he's good. I know his heart for me. And I know that if he's saying it to me, it's for his glory and my good. And I have to be obedient. And I want I want God to feel that way about me. Like, oh my gosh, that's my baby. Watch this. I tell her to do something. She finna go do it. Don't worry about it. She listens to me. He knows that I, I want him to know. I want him to know that I have faith in him. That I believe him. That I trust him. That I acknowledge him and his goodness and his sovereignty in my life. So when he tells me to do things that don't make sense to me, I don't necessarily feel like I want to do it. 
it's okay. I'm still going to follow your instructions. I'm going to do it anyway because I trust you. All right. So flip hand of this. Now, obedience is not to be used as a form of manipulation. It's not. I did this. So you have to do that. That's not how that works. It's the heart of it. It's the heart behind it. I love you. So I want to honor you with my obedience. There's a different heart involved. It's the heart posture that uh, has to be right. So if you've been in the space in your faith where, oh, well, Jesus, I went to church and I paid my tithes and I did this and now you should bless me just like this. Ask ask, Ask God to help you and ask him to heal your heart from that because those things aren't for his benefit. They're for yours. When you're going to church and you're receiving the word and it's impacting your life and changing it for the better, that's for his glory, but it's for your good. When you're tithing and you're doing those things and you're being obedient, it's for your good. It's for the uplifting of the kingdom. It's for the benefit of the church. It's for the benefit of the people who are surrounding you. So, And it's for your benefit as well. So, I know and I understand what that feels like to have this or trying to get in this transactional relationship with God. And if you're struggling with that today, ask him to help you to come out of it. Because transaction is really all we know here. It's what we were born into. It's what we understand. I give you money for goods. You give the goods back to me. You know, it's like very basic. And a lot of times in our relationship with Christ, we feel like it should be that way too. We want to enter into a transactional relationship with him as well. And that's not how he operates. Yes, God wants to bless us. Yes, God is good. Yes, he wants to do good things for us, but he does it because he wants to, not because we've earned it in any way, shape or form. Jesus didn't die on a cross for us because we was good. And he was looking like, oh my gosh, that's so great. Let me go do it. He did it because he wanted to. He did it because he loved us. He did it because he knew we needed it. We, he knew we needed his salvation. He knew we needed his grace. He knew we needed his mercy. He knew we needed his power. He knew we needed his love. And so that's why he did it for us. And we didn't deserve it. It was no transactional aspect of that because we couldn't have bought what he gave us. So if you're dealing with that today, ask God to heal your heart. Because that's just, a lot of times that's where we come from. That's all we know. And we bring him that same stuff. So like I said, if you're dealing with that today, ask him to have his way in your heart. He'll help you. He understands what we're dealing with here. He'll help you. All right. So let me give you, with that, let me give you the next scripture reference. It is Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 2. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Let me read that to you one more time. It's Romans chapter 13, verse 1 and 2. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Now, Paul is talking to us about, in the Romans, okay, about um, resisting authority and how we need to submit to authority, and every person is sub- subject to the governing authorities. Now, for us, there's been a lot of unrest, and 
God values obedience, not just obedience to him, but well, all of it's obedience to him, I should say. Let me rephrase that. Um, Because the scripture says, for there is no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by by God. So if there's any authority, the authority that our government has, our nation has, whatever, the police, I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but God values that obedience as well. And there are instances and situations, and I know we can go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and I'm not interested in none of that. I don't want to argue any opinions, but I just want to tell you what the word of God says. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. That's it. That's it. God wants us to be obedient. He likes it. When we're obedient to authorities, we're obedient to him. It's the same thing, okay? Flat out, that's what it is. God loves obedience. He loves it. Whether you're following the local civic rules or obeying your parents or your spouse, it all glorifies God. It all glorifies God. And when I'm saying obeying your spouse, meaning I know that a lot of people, women and men too, you know, people struggle with this, but I have found, I have found in my own personal experience, the more I submit to the authority that God has given to my husband, then the more peaceful the actually my marriage has just really thrived in that. And I haven't been abused and neglected or mistreated I've just seen God reveal more and more of himself in my marriage so any resistance that I had at first or any issues that I thought I would have have really been unfounded honestly um because I trusted God with it I trusted God with myself and when I trusted God with myself and I trusted him with his authority then um, he showed me that he's still in control. He's taking care of me and he has my very best interest at heart as well as my husband. So I know a lot of us struggle with that. So if you, if, if you are in that space and you're struggling with that, ask God to help you, ask him to give you peace, um, and give your resistance to him as well. We can give our resistance to God. He'll help us in anything that we're dealing with or afraid of. Or feel like we'll be taken advantage of. Or feel like, oh, I can't trust him. You don't have you. Well, you have to. But put your trust in God. Put your trust in God. Put your trust in him. Trust him to take care of you. Trust him to fight your battles. Trust him to intercede on your behalf. Trust him to keep you safe from any hard harm or danger. Trust him to make sure that you're not abused, neglected, or or um, victimized in any way. If that's what you're feeling. If that's what you're worried about, whatever worry it is, I'm just laying out stuff, but I don't know what your worry is, you know? So, and and for kids, you know, I don't make my videos for kids, but I don't know who's going to watch this. So if you're struggling with obeying your parents, if you're struggling with not trusting them, if you feel like they're really trying to keep you from things that aren't a big deal, bring that concern to God too. Like, Lord, can I really 
Like, why do you want me to listen to my parents? Why are you telling me to do this? You know how hard of a struggle this is for me. You see what everybody else is doing. I feel like I'm left out. I need you to help me to understand. You know, you can bring yourself to God like that. Just very honestly and truthfully and plainly, you can lay out your concerns before God. Okay, so God loves obedience. Like I said, whether you're following the local civic rules or obeying your parents or your spouse, it all glorifies God. All of it glorifies God. And that's the purpose. Okay. When we're doing those things, we're, when we're obedient in those ways and we're trusting him, that glorifies him. And that's the point. That's the point. That's what we want to do. We all want to give God glory in this life. And he wants to bless us. God rewards obedience. Okay. So, and God can be trusted. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. So even if you feel like you can't trust the government, you can't trust your spouse, you can't trust the kids, don't want to trust the parents, like all these things, these reasons why we feel like or that are hindering us from being obedient or becoming more obedient, you can trust God. Trust God. Put yourself, the wholeness of yourself and your concerns in his hands. Trust God. Just start there. He'll never fail you. So that's just a little side, little side piece. Okay. So um, let me give you the next scripture reference. Let me give you the next scripture reference. Got it. <laughs> it is first Samuel chapter 15 verses 22 through 23. First Samuel chapter 15 verses 22 through 23. And Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Let me read that to you one more time. It's 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22 through 23. And Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. All right. Scripture is saying to us, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, meaning you think the Lord loves burnt offerings and sacrifices more than he loves you obeying the voice of the Lord. If you thought that, that's not the truth. Behold, to obey, meaning obeying the word of the Lord, obeying the commandments of God is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams is better. For rebellion is as the sin of divination this, this is comparing it to it. It's the same thing. For rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. So, being not following directions, not following instructions has some consequences, okay? For Saul, it certainly did. He didn't do what the Lord told him to do. The Lord rejected him from being king. And the Lord was saying through Samuel, I care more about your obedience. I care more about you 
keeping my commandments. Then I care about these sacrifices that you've offered to me, the fat of the rams that you're trying to put on the altar. Um, this is how important it is. This is what disobedience is comparison to. Rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry. So you presumed what I wanted you to do instead of doing what I told you to do. And that's as iniquity and idolatry. God cares about us following his instructions. He cares about us listening to him. And we have Jesus um, interceding for us. And he died on the cross for our sins, right? But when we don't obey God and we don't do what he tells us to do, He's saying how he feels about it, but also we lose something in that. Saul was rejected from being king. What are you willing to give up so you don't have to follow instructions? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's not going to be worth it. It's not, it won't be worth it. So like I said, God can be trusted. If he tells you to stop doing something, if he tells you to stop doing something, stop. If he tells you to go, then go. You can trust him, all right? You'll never regret. You will absolutely never regret being obedient to God. You'll never regret being obedient to God, even when it's hard, even when you don't understand it, even when you don't want to do it. You will never regret following God's instructions, never. And you don't know what it's saving you from. You don't know what it's protecting you from. You don't know what it's healing you and delivering you from. You just don't know. So, Follow his instructions. Just follow his instructions, okay? So, um, I hear the Lord telling me to pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for teaching us to be obedient to you. And thank you for helping us to do it when it's hard. Father God, we can't trust nobody in the earth. We can trust you. So, bless us to trust ourselves to you. Bless us to trust you and believe you and worship you and honor you and praise you the way that you want to be praised and bless us to be obedient to you father god and bless us to receive the rewards of that in our life it is in your precious and in our hearts as well thank you jesus it is in your precious son jesus name i pray and ask it all father god amen our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God. Amen. Y'all, I pray this message blessed you, helped you, and encouraged you, and prompts you to follow instructions and be obedient, okay? And if it did, please like, subscribe, and comment below, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.